It's not a he either. That's a lady squirrel. You can tell because squirrels have really large nuts. No, boy squirrels are very, very visible. You're like, oh, they have testicles about the size of the entire back half of their body. What the fuck? That's nuts. It is. Big ones. <laughs> this is the podcast of two friends who watch way too much TV. We learn from shows and at the same time we make fun of them. We're not experts, but we pretend to be. After all, we do watch a lot of television. Today's show contains discussions about fake people and tragic situations, and we do not mean any disrespect to them or to belittle what they've been through. I will also say that the things we're talking about today often reference real crimes, and we don't want to belittle those real crimes either who have real life victims. So uh, that's the thing. Also, spoiler alert, we're talking about Criminal Minds. We're not just going to talk nicely about one episode. We're going to jump all around chaotically and probably share a lot of spoilers. If you haven't watched the show and you hate spoilers, the show started in the early aughts, so I don't know what's kept you along, like kept you this long, but get in it. So let's do this. Intro music, intro music, intro music, intro music. Hello and welcome to I Watch a Lot of, the show where we impart our vast knowledge onto you because after all, we watch a lot of TV. That beautiful creature is Chelsea Hackman. And that is Lisa Schatz. And we're joined today by a secret guest star. Who's our secret guest star, Lisa? My sister, Lindsay Holmes. Hi. Don't be shy, Lindsay. Uh, Don't pretend to be shy with anybody's feelings. I'm not. <laughs> Play with anybody's feelings over here. Cool. So we're talking about Criminal Minds today, but before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about what we've been watching, watching a lot of. A lot of? Okay, what are you watching a lot of? Uh, I am embarking on a massive rewatch of SVU. Started at episode one, got into season four today. Very exciting. I just love watching this show because I love, one, the show, and two, watching how they talk about crime has evolved so much over the last bajillion years they've been on the air how they interrogate people too and how they deal with victims yeah and the word just even like the plain words they use like early seasons it's super cringy where we're throwing the word hooker around there's all kinds of like yeah who cares about sex crimes <laughs> stuff going on later on there's a lot more developed language around those things which is fun there's a lot of like hands slamming on the desk and very much this, i'm gonna rough you up there's a lot of uh, only where Christopher Maloney's involved. I think anytime Stabler does anything go suspect, it involves throwing him against some lockers. He has his own show now. It's like, I know. And he's also, he's on um, uh, the one about organized crime. Yeah. And he's like, I guess, I think they're teasing some sort of like Benson, well, I can't remember, stable um, romance. They can't do that to us. They can't do that to us. It's important that they teased us for 25 years and never did it. No, it's it's <laughs> apparently it's happening. And his wife just died. She was she was she was shot. It was super sad. That sounds truly awful. Um, I'll get there. Uh so I was <laughs> so I was watching that today and I got just past the episode that stars Pam Greer, who is just like the most beautiful creature that's ever graced this earth, and then uh, got into the episode that also guest stars Will Arnett. And I was like, God, this guy is everywhere. <laughs> Gob is every place. 
because he's also hosting Lego Masters this season. And we're watching that. It's so good. It's so fun. Just, I mean, to see people's creativity and what they're able to accomplish with Legos, it blows my mind. I want a new job. I want to be a Lego Master. That's what I want to do. I'd be good. I'd be good. Who doesn't? Professionally, forever. I'll go live at Legoland. I'll go live at Legoland. There I am, just like, just doing my thing. Just one brick at a time. Stop throwing snacks over that fence. Those are Lego masters. You cannot keep throwing pretzel bites at them. <laughs> I love it. Because for me, I'd want to be fed like a sea lion. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Shark Week. Yes. A time. lot of Shark Week. Sister, you've been watching Shark yeah, Week. Yeah, so I watched all Shark Week. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the the jackass episode <laughs> because <laughs> yeah do it let's go let's let's talk about <laughs> wakeboarding around sharks yeah like it's, i mean he was quite literally trying to jump the shark <laughs> i mean fonzie did it yeah fonzie did do it uh, <laughs> on skis though the important part was that those were old wooden skis and this was a wakeboard, wakeboard, wakeboard into I want to say the skis of the two thousands. The wakeboard. yeah, I, yeah, and just got gentlemen went bare like cannonballed into the water and snap snark. He was snarked. I mean, he was snarked. That's. Yeah. I assume that's what happens when you go into somebody's house on a wakeboard. Like if someone came cruising through my house on a wakeboard, I'd bite them too. You bite them too. You'd snark them. I'd snark them. Yep. I'd Anyways, the them. gentleman that broke his like it, he was bitten. His name name was Poopies, and I have questions. Truly, the name of a gentleman. Yes, and a scholar. Um, yeah. <laughs> the great philosopher Poopies. <laughs> you just realized to- to- Poopies who wakeboarded over a shark. They were even joking because he smelled like poop. That's why the sharks were attracted to him. Because he smells like poop. That's why he was the only one that got bitten compared to everyone else. If I was wakeboarding around sharks, I'd probably smell like poop too. (laughs) (laughs) Shit my shorts. Oh man, I cannot. That's a good time. Um, I've been watching great Mariska Hargitay hair looks oh she had some beautiful hair yeah she was serving up some looks in the 90s gotta say uh i like when i think there's some point in the episode i was watching today where stabler one of the episodes where stabler looks at her and says well it's probably because you look like a cop and she goes i don't look like a cop and everyone just sort of looks at her and rolls their eyes (laughs) like oh poor poor benson you do look like a cop and that's a good look we like it serving up those law enforcement looks do we want to get to um whatever the hell we're talking about today yeah criminal minds let's get back to it so let's do it let's ju- let's jump in so you took really nice notes so i'm just gonna let you talk and i'm, I'm gonna interrupt you with more things to say like my thoughts and opinions about the very cool facts you wrote down no worries um <laughs> So my sources were Criminal Minds and um, viewable on Netflix, also Paramount Plus. Um, not all the episodes. Not all. Well, Netflix no, doesn't have all the seasons. But Paramount Plus does. Damn it. 
don't want another streaming service. I know I they're trying to get you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to get you. So the first airs episode originally aired um, September twenty second in two thousand five, and the last episode aired February nineteenth, twenty twenty. The star shows. Yeah. The star. The star shows. The star shows. Sure. The show stars Mandy Patinkin, Thomas Gibson, Shamar Moore, Kristen Vagnus, AJ Cook, Matthew Gray Gubler, Paget Brewster, Joe Montana, and Aisha Tyler. And the list goes on. Yeah, because there's a million guest stars. It's like the SVU situation. It's like almost at Law and Order level, the guest yeah. stars on this show. Everybody's been on Criminal Minds. Yes. Do you yeah, remember when Vanderbeek? You know, 15 seasons. Yeah, oh, creepy cool. Vanderbeek. Yeah, Dawson's murdering people. It was great. It was Dawson. It was everything we wanted for Dawson. That's how he grew the worst Pacey. He murdered Pacey. <laughs> Did he? I don't remember the show. I was in middle school. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if that's if it was Dobson's Murder Creek, he would have. I'm just saying. Imagine if the Creek murdered people, though. I like skated a boy that looked like Pacey. Oh, oh, I don't know how to. I have so many different feelings about that. Looked exactly like Pacey. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so. uh Paget Brewster's great. We love Paget Brewster. And also Aisha Tyler. Yes. Be still my heart. I I said earlier that uh that Pam Greer is the most beautiful creature on television. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler. <laughs> yep. She's amazing. Because um, I also she's incredible. She's everything. She's smart, funny, great actress, good at voice acting, good at Halo, good at everything. Which yeah, that's the entire that's package. List of- things you yeah. need to be good at that's that's a good list believably plays a forensic psychologist yeah i i definitely believe believe her i think that's one of my favorite things this show does is it does address some common like addresses some topics through the show very fairly more on that later yeah so i think one of the biggest things the show taught me is how to spot a sociopath and a psychopath and how to spot them in their natural habitats in the wild meaning that sociopathy is like people who don't give a shit about anybody and psychopaths are people who have psychopathy which is it's it can be involved in any number of psychological disorders psychopathy is a symptom sociopathy is a, a matrix of things a layman's term for essentially antisocial personality disorder so mostly everybody <laughs> i mean certainly everybody who has made more than a billion dollars <laughs> If you're a billionaire, <laughs> chances are the shit you want is more important than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> just just going to roll that out there. So I guess I, we'll talk about, I have some fun little things about it and we can talk about our favorite episodes. But right now like I found there were some really fun like facts about it on IMDb. So the playful branch... The playful banter between Derek Morgan and Penelope Garcia stems from the actor's real life um, banter. Oh, I love that so much. I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's just how they talk to each other. And I thought that was really sweet. Is it, and doesn't that lead to an entire episode about workplace harassment? I mean, where they all have to yeah, undergo yeah. sexual harassment. Yeah, training. I think we're going to totally overlook that. <laughs> but I mean, it's fine. 
they use choice phrases that the two of them use to talk to each other in the presentation to the entire bureau staff about sexual harassment and like Penelope sitting there like this is so fucking embarrassing <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> like the instructor's making like hard eye contact the whole time it's so she's like this is not a way we talk to our co-workers Penelope Garcia <laughs> and the fun thing about Penelope Garcia is she was only supposed to be in one episode but she tested so well with the viewers they brought her back and made her a series regular and she was only she was there was one episode she wasn't in so and she, I think she was in I want to say like 12 or 13 seasons what are you doing yeah she I I'm sorry is there a ghost what, are you, what, what are you doing you know, ghost we're coming. I'm trying to film a uh, squirrel in my fence. Okay, we'll we'll let you do that because that's um, that's super important. <laughs> Sorry, he was. There's somebody eating all of our stuff in our garden, real quick, and I saw him up there wagging his tail at something. And squirrels do this thing with their tail when they're trying to scare away a predator. So he was standing on my fence, looking down at the ground, barking and waving his tail around. And to me, that says something scarier than the squirrel is on the ground. So I was trying to see what it was and get a recording of it, but he uh, eventually decided whatever that thing was, was too scary for him and he left. Anyway, on that note, that's our mark. Continue your conversation about Criminal Minds that I'm listening to very intently now. Fantastic. Matthew Goobler uh, does not wear matching socks. I think you see it sometimes within the the episodes, but he believes that they're bad luck. So he, him, like personally, that's a personal choice. And mm -hmm. you know, a character it choice. Works. And it works and it's fun. <laughs> Matching socks either. Yeah. It's all about luck though. That's pure laziness for me. I just put all my socks in a box in my closet and reach in and grab two. There they go. That's the socks for the day. Yeah, I have a very similar um approach. Unless I'm wearing boots, that's the only one. Yeah, I get that. You want boot socks. They need to be the same thickness, you know? Yeah. Or else that's weird. Yeah, or the same height, because you yeah. never want the top of your boot rubbing against your calf differently than the other one. That's no. Not, not into it. And no. for those who've not worn Doc Martens, um, it shows. <laughs> that's a that's a dark mine <laughs> pro tip. And if you haven't worn Doc Martens. I'm sorry. Why? You're Maybe beautiful. you should ask yourself, why haven't I worn Doc Martens ever? What's keeping me from these beautiful <laughs> pieces of footwear? There's a store out here. Did you know that? There's a Doc Martens store out here? There's a store out here in Vegas. Uh, what? The squirrel's Doc Martens. The squirrel's back? Yeah. Does he have Doc Martens? <laughs> if he did, I, he, I, would assume, I would grab, I would be... So excited by that. I'm going to try and film him on my iPad. Hold on. I now want to get you one of those little picnic tables for that's like a squirrel feeder. It's not a he either. That's a lady squirrel. You can tell because squirrels have really large nuts. No, boy squirrels are very, very visible. You're like, oh, they have testicles about the size of the entire back half of their body. What the fuck? That's nuts. It is. Big ones. <laughs> Womp womp. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna send you this video by the way I can't wait I'm like <laughs> eagerly awaiting its arrival uh, and the it's other a squirrel eating a tangerine 
But the other fun fact I have is uh, David Rossi, who stars this da- uh, Joe Montaigne, mm-hmm. who portrays David Rossi. No, sir, Ringo Starr. It's, there's a picture of him on Rossi's desk. Montaigne and Ringo Starr are actually friends in real life. That's super rad. That's yeah. super rad. I love that. Yeah, and I love I Ringo Starr. I'm a huge Beatles fan. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware of it. So, yeah. What? <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about my favorite episode. My favorite episode is Our Darkest Hour. It's the season finale of season five, episode 23. And it stars the legendary Tim Curry and uses Leonard Cohen's music. So almost mm. those two reasons alone are reason enough to love it. But it's also super dark super involved their a story and their b story are both converged into one point so you get a lot of story and a lot of really good story um the writing in the episode was quite quite remarkable tim curry is just able to bring that character to life and in the most terrifying gross ways as possible and he's absolutely frightening but yeah I love him, and he's, you know, he's my freaking footer, so I will always love him. Because he's Billy Flynn, right? Is mm-hmm. his name in that episode? Yeah. And, like, Garcia finds that he has done this for, like, 30 years in just about years, all of the contiguous states. Uh, to 100 people. 100 yeah. Times. And he has an MO that's really similar to the Golden State Killer. Yeah, he does. And they mention the Night Stalker within the episode as well, so. Yeah, they do talk about that. In that whole close your windows at night, lock your doors situation. And and in like Night Stalker fashion, he does come out into a neighborhood where like all of the neighbors are like, wait, it's you. Yeah, he does get found He's out. He's able to get away, but not for long. Um, but that's also very, very Night Stalkery. God, I love that story. The story of the Night Stalker seeing his own face everywhere and getting all panicked and just being chased down by a whole neighborhood of people and asking the police to save him from the mob. Oh, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, uh, that guy creeps me the hell out. Has always creeped me out. Will still creep me out forever. I'm having like CISO Hotel flashbacks now. I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> not coming back! Oh, man. God, those ditch elevators, though. All those ditch oh, elevators. Geez. It's the best way to get out of a ditch is by elevator. Seriously. We've established this. Uh-huh. Did you watch some of the Nackets from the CISO? Benekis and the Cecil, yeah. yeah. We have a whole episode on it. You have to listen. It's pretty good. Okay, I listen. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't aware I could listen to them anywhere. I mean, I mean, <laughs> so I think that out a bit. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so I guess too. you're the special guest. So what's your oh, favorite episode? Yeah, what is it? Oh boy. Um, so I like anything. I like the one the murder is foyer. Um, so that one's gonna be that's like closer, I don't know, like the newer season. No, not newer seasons. Oh my gosh, later seasons, older seasons, if you will. There it is. That's the one you want. That's what we're looking for. But anyways, um, that was when they had Gideon and Hotch on there. So I like that um team a little bit better. I liked that team too, Gideon. Yeah than like the newer team was it the season finale in like season three or four was the one with Foyette and Hotchner and, and his, his wife. wife 
yeah yeah i don't know for some reason that bad guy just really scared me like i don't know he was relentless yeah and he was always smart despite all of their stuff he was always one step ahead of them which is like that has to be a really terrifying feeling when you do a job like they do and you're like this is our job it's literally to get in front of these guys and this guy we just can't get in front of it's that whole like idea that he stabbed himself a whole bunch of times to make himself feel like it like seem like one of the victims instead i was like whoa and all of a sudden it's like of course that's what happened guess who guess who motherfucker yeah that whole season too, yeah like, there's totally like you're like what who what so i really like that one i thought that was pretty pretty cool pretty cool obviously i watched um all of season 15 the last one so that's kind of weird so you've caught all you like you were so i've literally watched all of them you watched yes. all of them yes Yes, yes, yes. So do you have any fun things you want to say about the later, like the earlier, the latest seasons? Um, so going into watching season 15, I did not realize it was the last season. Oh no. So I oh. watched all of the, you know, all the episodes and I'm thinking like, this is kind of shitty. Like I felt like everyone's stories were tied up and I just like, I'm pissed. Like, they're breaking up the team. Oh, surprise, huh? Sorry, guys. You didn't know. They're breaking up the team. That's how I felt. Um, and then I looked on the internet later, and then I was like, oh, because the fucking show is over. That makes sense. Well, if they, oh, they ended all the stories. Why'd they end all the stories? What the hell? What's next season going to be? Oh. Because oh. literally, I was like, <laughs> where do you go from here? What do you do? Everyone's story got tied up. I was like, <laughs> So-and-so's got so-and-so. Everybody's got love interests moving on. Oh, you got a new job? No. Oh. I thought, who's going to be there? <laughs> Does Morgan oh. marry the nice doctor lady? Which one? What? The doctor? Does, Does Morgan Mor- marry the doctor? Does Morgan marry the nice doc- the the doctor lady? I think so, yeah. And then he leads the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because he's got, because he gets on, pregnant. Like, the last three seasons. He's like not even on it. He does come No, he was, he left in season 12. Yeah, he left in season 12 because he was all, I got to be careful with my family because she's pregnant. And he's like, I got to go do something less high risk. And everyone's like, I guess. And then he leaves. And yeah, they and have like a really back. emotional last Morgan episode. I really like Derek. And like he Morgan. goes and says goodbye to everybody. Yeah, they do have a little reunion part. See that way too. I should have known, girl. They had a reunion part where all the old characters got together. How did, no, no, no. Oh, no. That's how you know. Garcia left, too. Yes, Garcia, she gets another another job offer. She left. Mm-hmm. She does leave a brief time in season 15. It's very awkward. They have this new guy. Nobody's happy with the new guy. Even the new guy's not happy with the new guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Having been a new guy, that's probably... Yep, I feel that. And, like, they brought back... Why, Padgett Brewster? They brought her back to do to head the team and then it's like where because she was heading the office in london for interpol i think yeah yeah and then she comes back in like season 12 to be the team leader they bring her back and then i think it's in season 14 or maybe it's in 15 then she gets in trouble again gotta stay away from those uh, irish mobsters oh jj takes up jj takes up jj took a took a bullet though in season 15 so she wasn't leaving very long oh man and she already survived through that fire just boom oh do you want to do something fun about jj i know that episode gets me where she's like trying to save both of them you know real quick yeah uh her kids on the show are actually her children 
Sweet. I love that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, she, um, yeah, she, with that fire episode where she, you're basically hearing the whole episode as a recollection when she's trying to tell Will about it. And she's just like, couldn't save both of them. And part of it was because it had been set up that way for her. And it was, it was rough. So, um, but Prentice, that's, there it is, Prentice. Uh, Prentice comes back to be the unit chief. And JJ comes back from the Pentagon, obviously, to be a profiler. And then we get to learn all about how she was kidnapped and tortured. Yeah. Which was not fun. Nope. So, Chelsea, what's your favorite episode? Hard to say. So I was deep, deeply in love with the Gideon team in the very beginning. Um, But there was something that was so like, like Gideon was that guy that always managed to ruin the party. And that's fun for a couple of episodes, but like gets old after several seasons where every time Gideon says something, everyone's kind of like, well, Gideon can't have fun. Uh, So it makes sense when he later uh, takes his own life, which is really hard, but also like hard on Matthew Gray Goobler's character. Read. I... Difficult to say which one's my favorite. I really like the episode where Reed is struggling with his drug addiction after Dawson shoots him up during his dissociative episodes. So when James situation is nuts. Yeah. James Vanderbeek plays a, a killer who has a dissociative identity, who is both the murderer and the victim of his father's abuse so he is both the little boy him and murderous adult him or I guess his projected father and he um a projection of his father and he shoots up Reed to try and save him from the pain of the beatings to try and sort of help him air quotes but it ends up being that Reed is addicted to opiates thereafter and struggles to not uh it goes to meetings and stuff and struggles to, to not indulge in opiates. So I think the episodes after that, where everyone's like, what's going on, man? And he's like, I'm fine. And he's all cranky. Were probably some of my favorites because a character like Dr. Reed can become sort of the writer's solve all the problems character. Like a Penelope Garcia is also one of those where it's like, oh, we have a plot problem. Well, we'll solve it with this character's unreasonable abilities they're really great characters to deliver and deliver exposition and create an area right and they're also like yeah and like oh well we wrote ourselves into a corner here well that's okay we have this amazing piece of technology that doesn't really exist or we have this character who has skills unlike anyone else's skills and we can just explain it away by letting them fix it so those kinds of fix-it characters can become a real real writer's crutch Um, I mean, the entire show of White Collar was based on one of these characters. So Reed, I think, could have been one of those characters, but they gave him so many places where he struggles that I think they really balanced out some of his genius, boy wonderness. Well, I think they humanized him in a way that I I think that we don't regard really intelligent people. Like, we just look at really intelligent people as these perfect sort of citizens in society but i mean we're all people and we all struggle and we all struggle real our struggles are real yeah like they could have just made him a sort of two-dimensional nerd who knows lots of stuff and reads good and like they could have been like oh he's a nerd of course he has a million doctorate degrees and also reads really fast and remembers everything 
and then he has some interpersonal stuff and that's his whole flaw but they they also brought in the fact that he's struggling with addiction he's afraid of mental health and has a lot of mental health fear and anxiety with uh, both alzheimer's and schizophrenia he's taking care of a parent who can't really care for herself he's trying to manage interpersonal relationships he doesn't like never date oh a girl looked at reed like there's a moment where morgan says something like that and everyone's like morgan and he's like you're right that was that was a shitty thing to do <laughs> like and then he gets to like play with the idea of having romance and they don't usually oh, do that with the nerds apparently he meets someone in season 15 yeah and also his and then it's addressed that he's always like been in love with JJ and like he can't obviously have her because she has Will and the kids. So all of that gets addressed in 15. They have like a whole like conversation about it. I remember when JJ was held yes. at gunpoint and she confesses to Reed that she loves him. Yeah, and then she tells him all the time, like, I love you. And then JJ gets shot again. Yeah. I love you. And then he's like, I'm so confused, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it means. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Girl is nice to me, but does not want to touch my wiener. I don't know. So, is there, uh, I think the one of the great things about Criminal Minds is like its rewatchability. Yeah. Over and over again. I mean, it's one of those shows I definitely can put on in the background and do other things and still find myself getting like sucked into these moments in the show, even though I've seen some of these episodes you know, four or five times, but still getting sucked in because the acting and the writing and just the substance of the show is so good. I still can't watch the episode where Hotch loses his wife to Foyette. Like I yeah. can't. When I watch it, I cry. And I'm still terrified of the Tim Curry episode. I hate that you chose that for your favorite episode because it's literally <laughs> the one I'm like, ooh, should I skip it this time? <laughs> I think, but I think I love Tim Curry so, and I love the music so i mean leonard cohen is but, is legendary but sure but like they made his teeth so nasty yeah i mean also i also did theater makeup so like i can tell that that's just stuff's just painted on and that's not an actual tooth yeah, it's nasty. That's just... <laughs> that's his teeth. yeah but it's gross though yeah well i mean well, i'm saying yeah, he's a method disgusting he's got meth mouth i think what i like the most about this show is not only its rewatchability but also they deliver some really fun statistics as exposition that are relevant to their cases that don't in the early episodes it feels a little bit out of place but as they go on they, they get better and better at putting them in good places so you're like oh yeah that's a thing they would absolutely be talking about with regard to this case so like where it seems like early on spencer has some weird geeky non sequiturs later on they really are very relevant and they're very cool statistical bits of information that are interesting and i think important like the fact that there's well first of all i can tell you right now as as an fbi profiler <laughs> yeah i mean naturally yeah. we we all are fbi profilers at this point and right the whole the whole audience of the show we're all now fbi profilers we all know what we're doing when we're saying that it's probably a white male between the ages of 20 and 40 because that's most of them and uh he's probably got some some shit he hasn't worked out safe to say 
that is That's, more than safe to say. It always astounds me when they're like 10 minutes into the episode and they're like, okay, let's deliver the profile. And I'm like, what, already? <laughs> you don't even know him. Oh, we see him flapping. Hi, the squirrel. I had to watch the squirrel video. That tail? I had to watch the squirrel video. I gotta put you down. 30 seconds of squirrel video will save your life. I, like, I had to watch it. It was so good. We're just punishing Brenda by making a lot of extra stuff to cut out. Hey, baby. Hello. <laughs> Kisses. Should I just wave instead of talk? Hello. I was, no, that's, that's all staying in. You're going to get like all that in your podcast. <laughs> oh, so does that wind down for yeah, Closing thoughts on Criminal Minds, Lindsay. Yeah. Closing thoughts on Criminal Minds. I mean, I Great think philosopher that... and watcher of all 15 seasons. After, yeah, all yeah. 15 seasons you've watched. I mean, I've really obviously grown into layer of the character. <laughs> Did you hear the way I fucking said that? Who's your favorite character? Yeah, who's your favorite oh, character? Oh, man. Who's my favorite character? To be honest, I really like Reed. Dr. Reed. I also like JJ. Yep, Dr. Reed, JJ. Obviously, as we already forementioned, yeah, a little intros awkward. Dr. Spencer JJ, yeah, Dr. Spencer JJ, love it. <laughs> That's my ship name for them. It's a good ship name. What about you, Lisa? Uh, Penelope, because she's so much fun and she's like that really bright spot in sometimes a really dark episode. Yeah, and she has great pens. She's I like how pens. she refuses point blank, fuzzy, fuzzy feathers, boas. She's got it all. I just yeah. She point blank refuses to get dragged into the darker parts where she's like, oh, it's crime scene photo time. Guess what? I'm out of the room. Like she just, when she has to encounter some of those darker pieces, she's inevitably distressed and deeply affected. Not that they all aren't, but in a way, I think the others aren't anymore where they're like, well, yeah, it's the job. She's like, no, not my job. No. I, I think the others are a little battle hardened where she's not. Yeah, I agree. Penelope Garcia was almost in the most episodes out of anyone. In 2019, she was in the most episodes out of anyone. And Matthew Greg Uber was behind behind her by one episode. And at the end, he totaled in 323 episodes and she came in 321. But she was also the only character who appeared in all three uh, branches of the Criminal Minds series. Get it. Yes. Because they were also two spinoffs. Yeah, and she was in all of them. Which, like, for that actress, like, get it, girl. Get that hustle. That's a lot of work, and that's work that will keep paying for a long time. So that's, like, a really cool body. If that's all that you do in your career, that's a great body of work. I mean, to have a show go on for that many seasons is, like, almost unheard of. Yeah, they were like, let's try this and see how it goes. And it was like, oh, it went off famously. Yeah. Um, I also loved that she had that like fling for a while with Kevin, also known as Xander from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, Also known as um, Brendan. Help me with his name, Brenda. What is his name? Nicholas Brendan. I thought so. Yeah, he's one of those guys. You're like, you have two first names. I don't trust you. But he's yeah, I love him. And I'm glad that he was on the show as an equally nerdy analysts that was fun yeah <laughs> um and they like wax poetic about their online rpg games and things 
Hooray. Okay. So uh, that was Criminal Minds. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Lindsay, for coming on and sharing with us all your vast Criminal Minds ep- uh, episode knowledge. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe. Review, subscribe, push all the buttons on all do of the them. the things you do when you like something you like. Just smash all those buttons. Share us places. Yep. If you want to review us, that's cool. Tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Check our website out. All of the places that you is, go when I you think, like something. At, at I watch a lot of podcasts. At I watch a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I, at I watch a lot of podcasts on Instagram. And then our... Do we, we have a Twitter account, right? No. Our, our um, website is... I, I watch, watch a lot of .com. Thanks again. Not I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of. Don't put Lotta. It doesn't work. GoDaddy says, not a real domain, but you can buy it now for the low, low price of whatever they're charging these days. I watch a lot of dot com. We'll see you next time. No, we won't. You'll hear us next time. Yep, we won't do anything to you. Ha! Bye! Bye.